0: Welcome to the Living Rock Podcast. It's good to be with you, good to be with uh, family. We had uh, a short trip this time, we had some good days uh, with different people in uh, Living Rock. It's great to see what God is doing. I hope you see it yourself. I hope you can see what God is doing. You are part of something much bigger than you are aware of. Uh, like this morning, I was every morning I wake up. I, I start by saying this: um, "Another day in the kingdom." Yeah. I will recommend that yeah. because the moment you say "another day in the kingdom," suddenly you are aware of that you are part of a kingdom, yeah. yes. and, and and we are here to serve the king, yes. and we are here to extend the kingdom, yeah. and we are kingdom people. You have a divine passport, the yes. kingdom of God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know you have a British one or a Norwegian one. What, what what's most real for you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because we are happy. We belong to a kingdom that is unseen in one way, but then look at this. Yes. And look at this. Yes. Another day in the kingdom. I love that. I love that. So um, it's really good to be with you guys. My wife, Kirsty sends a love to you. She had never been here, but she's always with me. She's the best part of me, so... Uh, so uh, I will bring her over. That would be good one time. So you can understand understand that I have a good taste. <laughs> and so does she. <laughs> Sorry <about that. laughs> So um, in John fourteen twelve. I love that scripture. And it started with, I'll tell you the truth. Um, And remember, when you read the Word of God, don't just rush through it. Or for some people, open the Bible. (laughs) But the thing is, when you are reading the Word of Christ, remember that the author is living in you. Mm -hmm. So when you read, ask him not just how to read it, how to live it, so that the Word can be flesh and blood. We are here today because the Word of God became flesh and blood. And Jesus was one who became flesh and blood, and he was walking around. And so are we, yes. the love of God in flesh and blood. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. Because we are the body of Christ. I mean, reading Hebrew, that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So, so we are here, and we are the body of Christ. And God was, Jesus was the gift from us, to us, for God. And I believe we are a gift from God to the world. Christ in you, hope of glory. Yes. Well, I'm not worthy, no. I'm not perfect, no, but he is. Yes. And he lives in you yes. by the Holy Spirit. Yes. Amen? Amen? So I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes, is there anyone here who believes? Yes. I see your hand. Remember, I'm an evangelist now. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> But anyone who believes, not just believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Not just believe that Jesus is the Savior. But believe that Christ in you can do the same thing he did when he was walking on earth. Do you believe in that? Christ in you. Hope of glory. Christ in us. Hope of glory. And uh, we'll do the same work. I'm just reading from the Bible. Okay? That if you believe, anyone who believes in me, so believes in him today, Uh, yesterday you can't believe, but today, the only day you can live is today. Tomorrow, I don't know, but today, and this is your life, today. Anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done, and even greater works, even greater works. When Christ came, um, uh, he was one person. And no Christ lives in every Christian, born-again Christian. It's fantastic, isn't it? Can you imagine Devil when he thought he won a victory when he killed Christ, and suddenly he got so confused when he saw Christ in so many others. It's, it's fantastic, isn't it? Oh man, he's stupid. But we should do the same work, even greater works, and then it's says this because I'm going to be with the Father. Um, like well, in, 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 in Matthew 10, Jesus is saying, Matthew 4, Jesus is saying uh, to the disciples, to us, that, "Come and follow me and I will teach you how to catch people for Christ." Mm-hmm. So Jesus told the disciples, and he's telling us today, uh, and said, "Come, follow me, and I will teach you how to become a fisher of man. Mm-hmm. None of us was born fisher of man. You will be transformed to be a fisher of man if we follow Christ as a process. And day by day, in the following of Christ, he will teach us, he will guide us. We will be transformed more and more to be a fisher of man. And then Jesus said, follow me. And, uh, and when you read the, the Gospels, when you read this, when G, about Jesus when he was walking on earth, you are not only reading about the life of Christ, Jesus from Nazareth, who became a man. He was 100% God, but he became a man, 100% man, without, without sin. But he had a body, and he was limited. He was in that body while he was walking around. And um, So when you read about the life of Jesus when he was walking around, you are not just reading about his life, but you are reading about your own life. Because Jesus said uh, that we should do the same thing as he did, except from the cross. He did that once and for all, and said it's fulfilled. But then again, so everything he did, everything Jesus did, we can do. I know he was perfect, uh, but we are following him. and means we're following him when we read about his life, his everyday life. Um, how he did that, you talk with him, you talk with the Holy Spirit, you understand more and more, actually, that what Jesus did, I can do, you can see that, if you remember this, that everything Jesus did, was not by might, and not by power, but it was by the Spirit of the Lord. When Christ came, Mary was conceived by the Holy Spirit, And it was a supernatural birth. When you got saved, when you got born again, it was a supernatural birth. Because no one can be born again unless in the Holy Spirit. And it's the same Spirit Mm -hmm. who lives in you. Amen? Amen? So when you were born again, you were born again. You became a new creation. Too many Christians are spending time with the wrong person, with the old person, but the old died, it's gone, it's dead. The old has gone, the new has come. Being a new, a new creation means that you still have the body, the same body as before, you have the same personality, we can be, it can be changed, but it doesn't necessarily be changed in the moment you receive in Christ, but the spirit in you is, is, is transformed. The Spirit in you is 100% holy, it's pure, it's Christ. Amen? Amen. Amen. That's why when it comes to living a life in the Spirit, everything God does, every time He speaks to you, every time the Word comes to you, everything that comes from Him will go to your Spirit first and not through your flesh first. And the reason for me saying this, because I have been there myself, you have been there, but so many Christians are living by what they feel. Oh, I feel the Holy Spirit. Fantastic. And, 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 and like me, I was so hooked into everything he did, the manifestation. It was fantastic. I saw miracles. I saw healings. Oh, man, it was so good. A lot of people asked me to come there and there. And, and we had these Holy Ghost meetings. And it was fantastic presence of God. And we felt good. And then we left the meeting and, uh, and suddenly, we didn't feel anything. And then, where are you, God? What's wrong with me? I, I don't feel your presence. You know? But then I realize we don't go for the manifestations. We've got to know the person behind it, which is the Holy Spirit. It's nothing wrong. I love to see how God can moving amongst us. And I love to see people stepping out in the gift of the Spirit. I love to see people contribute, you know, and, and see the supernatural power of God. I love to be in the presence of God. I love to feel the presence. But I love Him also when I don't feel anything. Yeah, that's right. Because I realize in my feelings, in my uh, person, per, uh, How to say this in English? I don't know. In my... Um, uh, personality, kind of, or my emotions or kind of things, that's very often where the enemy is operating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't feel David like me. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure about Phil. I don't feel the way he, you know. I don't, I don't, I don't. No, 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 no. Yeah. You need to spend time with the right person, the the new creation. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, Uh, that life you can only live by the Spirit and follow the Spirit. And I just love the fact when Jesus was uh, baptized in in the river and uh, when he came up from the water and the first thing happened was uh, uh, the heaven opened. And who opened the heaven? The Holy Spirit came. And suddenly Jesus from Nazareth, God and as 100% man, living his life to show us what one man can do who was 100% depending on the Holy Spirit. And he's saying to us today, follow me. Follow me. You did not just get a little of the Holy Spirit. You got the Holy Spirit. The person as real as Christ, as real as God. Not just the power, not just an energy, but the person, Christ on earth, the Holy Spirit. Yes. Do you know Him? Do you know Him? And then when heaven opened, He heard a father's voice saying, Son, daughter, I'm so pleased. And there was this with the Son, it was with the Father, it was with the Spirit, this. And they all live in you by the Spirit. And He, by the Spirit, has opened the heaven over you means you know who you are. Your identity is not based on what you can do, or not do, or in your gift. It's based on what He did. Right. And living under an open heaven yeah. means you see your Father, yeah. and you see the kingdom, and, and and you know that the Spirit of God who raised Christ from the, yeah. from the dead, the Spirit of God who was there when Christ was crucified on the cross, the Spirit who was there when you were born again, yes. lives in you, is Christ in you, Able you and me to do the same thing as he did. Why? Because Jesus said so. In John 14, if you read, uh, I think it's uh, the Passion Translation, he says that uh, you will not see me for a while, but then I will come back, and then I will live my life in you and through you. By the Spirit. Christ in you. I just love the Holy Spirit. And then the moment where the Holy Spirit came upon Jesus, the first thing happened was that he was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. He was led by the Spirit, and he's saying, follow me. And then he says, he was driven by the Spirit. And when he met the devil, uh, he was, the Holy Spirit led him. But when the enemy tried to attempt him, he took the Word of God, and you would always find the Word and the Spirit moving together. God said, be light. If the Holy Spirit hadn't been there, light wouldn't come. But he spoke a word, and he gave something that the Holy Spirit could use, and light came. And it is the same thing happening. When you share something to somebody, you are sowing to the Holy Spirit. You are giving something to him that he can take. So the words on your mouth is as powerful that the words was when Jesus was talking, because Christ lives in you. Wow. Exactly. Wow. We are kingdom people. We belong to a kingdom, and the king lives in us with his spirit. Amen. Amen. So the Holy Spirit came upon Jesus. He was driven by the Spirit. He was led by the Spirit. And everything he did, everything he did was by the Spirit. And that's why he said, we can do all the things that he did. But I have to go to the Father. When he went to the Father, he received the Holy Spirit. And he was pouring it out over the disciples who have been following Christ, who have seen, and actually they have done something because the Holy Spirit was over them. Yeah. But on the day of Pentecost, I will come back to that. <laughs> Acts 10, 38, and you know that God anointed Jesus. Why do you think Jesus, God had to anoint Jesus? To show us. What we can do. How God anointed Jesus from Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power. Then Jesus went around doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. How could Jesus heal all the sick? Because he was the son of God? No, 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 no. Because God was with him. How? By the Spirit of God. Remember the Great Commission. I've been given all authority and all the power. And because of that, I'm sending you. It starts with him, not with us. Remember that when we meet people. That you are sent. Because Jesus has all authority and all the power. And because of that, he is sending us out, not to pray the prayer, not to see your hand, but to make disciples. To lead people to Christ. And then he said, to, and to teach them everything he has done, everything he commanded us, and to baptizing them in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And be sure of this. I am with you. As it says about God, Jesus, God was with him. God is with you. How? By the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Genesis 2 7. Then the Lord God formed a man from the dust of ground. And he and he breathed the breath of life into the man's nostrils, and the man became a living person. There was no life, there was just a body. But then God was breathing the spirit of life, and he became a living person. That was happened when you were born again. Then you got the spirit. But the baptism of the Holy Spirit is when he got you. And, um, And because of what God did that, with that body, breathing the spirit of life in it, and became a living person, Because of that, we are here. And if God can breathe his life in you and me, they will come to the Lord by the Spirit in you. Not by our cleverness, not that we are so good, not that we can, but because we are not just looking for the manifestations. We are living with him. Who have all the gifts, who have all the things in him. I just love the Holy Spirit. I just love him. Mm-hmm. John twenty twenty-one, Jesus has been risen from the dead. Hallelujah. He's alive. Yeah. And then he's coming to the disciples. Suddenly, like you know, and then he said, Peace be with you. Some of you guys need peace. Because there has been kind of a battle going on in your mind. It's kind of a, just remember, that's where the enemy operates. Listen to your heart, to your spirit, you know. Feed your spirit. Amen. And um, and then he said, peace be with you, twice. And then he said, um, as the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And then he was. (sighs) breathing. Mm -hmm. And I just think that is so fantastic. Remembering when just before Jesus died, in the Minor translation it says, and then Jesus was breathing out the spirit, and he died. And no, he had been risen from the dead. And no, the spirit of God, no, he's breathing the spirit into the disciples again. It's fantastic. And then he said, but that's just the beginning. No, they were born again. You need to wait, and then in Book of Acts two one to two, it says on the day of Pentecost, all the believers were, were meeting together in one place. That's a miracle, <laughs> Hallelujah! And then suddenly, suddenly, there was a sound from heaven, like a roaring or a mighty windstorm. God the Father was just taking his deep, deep breath, and he started to blow, and and. Um, It filled the house where they were sitting. The whole house. Can I just say this? When you were born again, your body became a temple. Your body became holy through Christ so that the Holy Spirit could come and dwell inside of you. The Spirit of God. Don't tell me you can't do what God tells you to do. Hallelujah. The sound of a roaring wind, and the house was filled. There was no private rooms. No private rooms. Amen. And they started to speak in tongues. And all people who was there, on the marketplace that day, different nations, cultures color of skin, backgrounds, they all heard about the greatness of God being speaking in their own language. That means that the Holy Spirit in you and me can communicate with all people in Mark and Harbour. It doesn't matter where they're coming from, background, because He knows every cell in the body. He knows everything about them, and He knows you. And if He lives in you, Amen? Yes. Second Corinthians, and this is what I really pr- ask and pray God that you will really see in your heart, the scripture. It's a very simple one. Uh, it's the last verse in Second Corinthians, chapter 13. It's verse 13. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship with the Holy Spirit be with you. Yeah. So the grace of God is with us. Yes. Fantastic, isn't it? Yes. Every time God sees you, he sees you through the cross. Uh, and it's just fantastic. He, he, the grace of God is so many new beginnings. Yes. The grace of God is kind of, if you are walking, it's kind of, you, can, you call it the zipper, zipper? What you call it? Yeah. So you walk and it's just closing behind you all the time. And you look back and it's just Jesus. It's great, isn't it? I mean, this day belongs to you. This is yours. The future is yours, but not your past. He paid a price for that. So that means you cannot follow Christ by looking backwards. It's fresh forward. I love that. Hallelujah. And when we're getting older, it's harder to turn, isn't it? Like, uh, you just turn like this, you know, like, uh, (laughs) not me, but you. So may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship with the Holy Spirit be with you. How do you have the fellowship with the Holy Spirit? Fellowship is. An intimate relationship. Some, some people, and maybe some of you, are a bit afraid of everything to do with the Holy Spirit because maybe something happened, somebody was moving in the gifts so or maybe pretended to the gift and it was not, you know, but you can never judge a Mercedes just based on a driver. What I mean with that is, don't, if somebody did something, like I have done a lot of strange things in my early walking with bringing a word, I was speaking in tongues, but I was behaving in a way that people were like, "Ooh, I don't want to do anything with the Holy Spirit. Don't. Because the only way you can live your Christian life is by the Spirit. Don't allow anything to hold you back from God's will for you. You can only live the new life you, you heard about Romans 10 last time. You can read Galatians 5. Live by the Spirit. Be led by the Spirit. And the fellowship with the Holy Spirit, it is so, so important. Because it is the, with Him you have that fellowship. Christ in us, the Holy Spirit. And I find the most important thing I can do, I I know that the Holy Spirit is the advisor. If you want to, to have some help and you know there is this fantastic advisor, you will talk to him and you will listen to him. And the Holy Spirit is the advisor. The Holy Spirit is the author. When you read and you don't understand, talk to him, he's the teacher, he is the the guide, he is the one that will help us, he is the one that makes it possible to live the life that was born from above. And for me, instead of focusing on hearing his voice, as when you have that fellowship, I've been married for a couple of years. Uh, 35 years this summer. And well sometimes I know I think I know my wife, but then sometimes I realize I don't know her at all. You know, like. But the thing is spending time with her. I know her. I, I know her voice. Sometimes she can just look at me and I know exactly what she is, uh, you know. I know her. When I meet people, I can see sometimes, I can feel something, I can see something, and I recognize the Spirit because in some areas I know Him by spending time with Him, asking things. So like, you should be with me sometimes when I'm in the car driving, just me. And I said, Holy Spirit, I just want to know you when it comes to uh, your gifts, you know, like uh, word of knowledge or revelation gifts or whatever, that would be fine. Can you just lead me into some, a situation that I can experience more of you or, or learn more from you? And he does do that all the time. I would recommend that. Do that. It can be a bit scary. But the thing is, when we do that, you will find you know him in different areas more and more. And we don't need this clear voice. When it just this small prompting or the gentle whisper. But it will do that. I love that. So I'm in my car, driving. And then I was thinking, hmm, what about if somebody call me and then and then first I said, Holy Spirit, can you just help me? Can you lead me into some practical situation that I can? And then I started to think, what will happen if somebody call me, and I took the phone, and they said, oh, sorry, wrong number. That's, that's me. A bit crazy. That's OK. My wife loves me. <laughs> <laughs> she have a good taste. Huh? <laughs> uh, and, then, and, then, uh, I, and then I was thinking, well, I would have done this and this and this and this. And then next week, the phone was calling. I said, hello, Anna? And this lady said, oh, excuse me, wrong number. And I said, no, 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 no. No, it's not the wrong number. I- I've been waiting for you to call me. <laughs> and she was like, excuse me? Yeah, 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 I've been waiting for you to call me. What do you mean? Well, you know what, I'm a Christian, and last week I was in the car, I was talking with God, and, 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 and he's, he told me that you will call me. But you don't know me. No, but I know somebody who knows you. Yes. God loves you. Yes. And she just broke. She was called by God. And she received Christ. Why not? Why not? You cannot be me. I cannot be you. But you are the best person in the world to be you. And the Spirit lives in you. How do you have that fellowship? It's just intimate. This conversation. This knowing God lives in you with the Spirit. And He is there for a purpose. He will live in us. But He will get out. Not. Out of us, but out with us. Because God loves people. That's why he sent Jesus. And the word of God in Romans 5, 5 is saying that the love of God is poured out in your heart. The love of God kind of foresaw God loved the market harborer that he sent his son. and, and, And know his son is coming through you and me. Led by the Spirit. Why not? It's about your life. It's not about all the things you do and everything you should, you know, don't take everything, don't make it so difficult, so complicated, because the moment you think it's very complicated to lead people to Christ, you take it there and you will just place it in the future. Because there's so many things you have to do before. Live by the Spirit of God. Have this intimate relationship. And what you will find more and more, like also when you can speak in tongues, use the tongues. Use the tongues. Speaking in tongues, you are bypassing your natural mind. It's your spirit going directly to to God. And you are getting stronger. It just means that he will have more space inside of us. You will not have more of him, because you have him, but he will have more of you. And then you will find, you can be walking around, and then a little prompting, then you can see a situation, then you will be reminded of people, and you pray, and you find yourself stronger and stronger. And then when you face life, and you can face it hard, the tree will stand, because your roots is so strong in him, and in Christ, that you will stand. And then you find yourself and suddenly people can start to eat the fruit in your life, the fruit of the Spirit, not the fruit that you can read about in Galatians 5 that that comes from the flesh. We don't need to be concerned about that if we are living full of the Spirit. And then his fruit is good. Joy, peace, patience, you can read about them in Galatians 5. But my responsibility is to be in a tree. Then the fruit will come. The moment I'm not in a tree, there are some other fruits. Or from within, uh, um, streams of living water will flow. To whom? To people in Mark Harbor. Through you and me. But the well is the spirit. And I need to live my life, (laughs) position myself that I always can drink of him. And you drink in Ephesians 5, it says while you you worship him, when you give him thanks, but also when you are obedient to him. Amen. I just love the Holy Spirit. I do. But don't go for the manifestations or the powers or the healing. Don't tell him, oh God, if you can just do a miracle there, the healing there, the whole family will come to the Lord. How do you know? It's not that we invite him. He is inviting us. It's not that we tell him what to do. He will tell us what to do. And it's fantastic. John 14, 15-20 said this. If you love me, obey my commands. He will able you and me to obey him. Because everything the Holy Spirit is doing is to glorify Christ. Hmm. And then it says, and I will ask you the Father and he will give you another Advocat who will never leave you. That's why you don't need to invite him. I understand sometimes you can say that. I, I understand that. But you don't need to invite him because he's already there. When we come together, He is there. When, when you are coming, He is there. Yeah. He will never leave you. That means that He is there 24-7. Yeah. Also when you are alone. Yeah. Also when you are there before the computer <coughs> or the screen. Yeah. He is there. Right. Helps me to fear God. Yeah. Amen. Holy Spirit, you was leading Christ in everything he did. And you, I just pray, Holy Spirit, that you will have all this temple for use in your kingdom. Hallelujah. But you know him. The world will not know him and recognize him, but you know him because he lives with you and no later will be in you. Yes. So when you were born again, he moved on the inside. And when you were filled, baptized in the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. he is now living in you. But keep it alive. Mm-hmm. Don't live on all experiences, all things that were so great, revival and other things. It's gone. Mm-hmm. You have to eat fresh food today. Amen. Fresh food. Fast food. In the Shoah, oh, fresh food. It's fantastic. And as Jesus was for the disciple where they were walking around on earth, so is the Holy Spirit for us today. Think of that fellowship Jesus had with the disciples. eating together, they were dining together, they went through tough things together, good things together. And no, that's the relationship we have with the Spirit. I just love Him. When I'm in the car, when I meet people, just i just, just talking to Him. And suddenly, there can be a revelation. How do you think Jesus knew that the man in the tree was named Zacchaeus? The Holy Spirit told him. Jesus was moving in all the gifts of the Spirit. When he was talking at the woman at the well, go and get your husband. No, I don't have any husband. No, that's right. We had five men before this. <laughs> Doors open. She was transformed. So it was the gift of the Spirit. It was the word from Christ. It was the love of God in flesh and blood. And together, revival came through a, one woman who was so full of Christ and that Christ was speaking th- through her with the Spirit. And she was the one who brought the village to Christ, not to the disciples. What about you? The Holy Spirit is active in How- Market Harbor. God is not sitting waiting. God is active. Jesus did only what he saw the Father were doing. Can you see what God is doing in and Harbour? Mm-hmm. And can you see what He is doing? He will show you so that His body can do it in the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And you can be yourself, mm-hmm. the real you, mm-hmm. the born-again you, mm-hmm. the new creation you. Yeah. Father, I pray in the name of Christ, I just bind up the enemies, lies, Father, all the strongholds, Father, all the fortifications, everything in our natural mind, Father, that will tell us something else. Father, we receive your word. That is not by might and not by power, but it's by your spirit, Father. Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, you will take us out from the predictable unto the unpredictable, Father. From the natural to the supernatural, which is natural for us. And Holy Spirit, right now, I pray, bring us a revelation in our heart. So we know who you are in us. So that we can see who we are in Christ. So that we can see, I've been driven by a revelation, Father. Not by anything else, but that we see a clear, um, have this clear revelation in our heart, Father. That you live in us. By the Holy Spirit. In the name of Christ, Father. Father, and that's what I pray for. For everyone of us, Father. And we want to know you, Holy Spirit, in the fellowshiping, in the prayer, in, in the worship. We want to love you to, to loving people and even to love ourselves. We want to love you, Father, in in all your power and all your gifts and all your manifestations. But we want to love, we know you, Holy Spirit, because we know that everything you do is you bring Christ into the center and everything. And Father, I thank you. I thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thanks for joining us today. Search for us online and get information about upcoming events and more great teaching.